0: to the Why show a comedy podcast about search histories life and randomosities of all kinds I'm Tingan And I'm Eliza. And in this podcast, we are going to talk about interesting things that we search for on the internet this week. But first, we need to make a small disclaimer. This is a comedy podcast and we do our best to research the things that we find. If there's anything that is factually inaccurate, please send us your corrections through our social media channels. You can find us at YY Show on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Okay. We have three things to get out of the way before we start the show. Okay. The first thing is we need to announce that we are going on our mid-season break yes, next week. Yes, for one week. Yes. Thank you, listeners, for being with us for so many episodes already. This is our 56th episode. Season 5. Amazing. Yes, we deserve a break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the second okay, thing? Okay, the second thing is a correction. Mm-hmm. I just found out that diuretic is not diuretic. Even though that's how we say it in Singapore.
1: We diuretic.
0: Say, yes. We say diuretic because D-I-U is dew. It's durian, you see. Durian. Dew, dew, dew. Our favourite fruit, durian. Yeah, but it's not diuretic. Okay. It's diuretic. Okay, got it. Okay, the last thing is an update. Okay. In the last episode, you asked for an update, right? About what the conservationists did with the Galapagos goats. Oh yes, I was concerned that they were wasted. Yeah. <laughs> I found the answer. Okay. Yeah. You oh, want to guess what they It doesn't sound good. <laughs> it sounds bad. <laughs> in a New York Times article, it is stated that the shooting teams uh-huh, open even the cover left thousands of goat carcasses to decompose under the tropical sun. Oh my god. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And this has filled ethical questions about the project. And poor residents who rely on goat meat for food and income, particularly on Santa Cruz Island, have also criticised the project. Yeah, Because the park has long allowed these residents to hunt the goats on Santa Cruz Oh. Island. There's mm-hmm. a lot of islands, but on this particular island, yes. they're allowed to hunt the goats. Okay. But after this project happened, then there's less and less goats for them to hunt. I mean, there's no goats, what? Not me. Yeah, during the project. Only the 0.01. Yeah. During the project got less and less. <laughs> oh, okay. Then, okay. at the end of it, we don't have. Yeah. Yeah. So, they weren't very happy about it. I see Mm. But there is, of course, a scientific reason for why the conservationists choose Okay, what is the reason? Let's hear it The goat carcasses in the sun Okay Yeah, it's because the goats have consumed valuable island nutrients Oh And exporting their meat would remove these nutrients from the island forever Oh Yeah It could be very destructive uh, it's like removing 10,000 trees from a rainforest. So they would rather let the bodies decompose into the soil. This okay. is said by the field manager of Project Isabella. Okay. <laughs> yep. Some of the goats were consumed by the eradication team, mm-hmm. but not many. Okay. Yeah, so they ate some. La. Okay. Yeah, then people are asking like, what about loading the feral goats onto like some boats and then sell them on the mainland or neighboring cities? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Then of course number one cannot lah, cause the nutrients will be go taken out away. The island. Okay. And number two is actually crueler to <laughs> try to load the feral wild goats onto trucks and ships for oh, transport. Like more of a struggle. Yes. Okay. And it's very bad for the animal welfare. I see. Uh, they will have prolonged stress, broken limbs, being crushed. Uh, no food and water and overcrowding. Mm. So it's more humane to just kill them and leave them to rot. Okay, I accept this reasoning. Yeah. Okay. And in the long run, it's better for the ecosystem and the tortoise. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. That's the update. <laughs> very, very long update. Okay. So, Jing-an, Yes. what is your search term of the week? Okay. My first search term is. Are apple seeds poisonous? Huh? Are apple seeds poisonous? Why would they be? Like, I don't know, leh, when I was young, I accidentally eat before and nothing happened to me. I'm still alive.
1: Mm-hmm, so
0: mm-hmm. our I, parents I, always like discourage us, right? From eating the seeds and say things like, if you eat the seed, then your head will grow the whatever fruit you eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the tree will grow off your head. <laughs> yeah, correct. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think it's poisonous lah. Because I met a friend once who ate the entire apple. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And told me that the core was a myth. The apple core is a myth. What do you mean? The she core ate is the a entire. Myth? Yeah, she ate the entire apple. like said, as in like, if oh, he there's would no core. A jambu. Okay. No way, eat a jambu, there's no center. Yes. She ate it that way. Okay. Then she okay. said the apple core is a myth. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, so the her stance is that there's actually no core, like, the entire fruit is a fruit. Yes, yes. She ate the whole thing. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was a horrified. <laughs> you were a horrified. I was horrified <laughs> I was a horrified person <laughs> I was horrified I Like oh my god What happened to the whole apple Yeah but mm. Yeah she told me that The core is a myth It is perpetuated by cartoons so she proceeded to eat The whole thing Okay yes I've seen people eat The entire apple before Huh so is it really a myth Or was she just like I mean you can you can, me. you can eat it lah. You can eat the entire apple If you want to Okay, so now the question is do you spit out the seeds when you eat that? Anel pay attention eh? whether she spit out the seeds. I think she ate the whole thing, you know? I think it'll be a bit weird to eat the seeds. Lah. I won't eat the seeds. But, okay, yes. I read a, a story recently. Uh uh-huh. It wasn't really a story or something. Like a non-fiction, historical fiction type thing. And then inside they said that there's a certain poison inside the apple seeds. So I went to go and Google and see whether it's real or not. Uh huh. Apple seeds contain amygdalin, which is a type of cyanogenic glycoside, composed of cyanide and sugar. Okay. So have you heard of cyanide? Yes. Okay, so when it goes into the digestive system, it will get metabolized and this chemical degrades into the very poisonous hydrogen cyanide, which Uh is HCN. Famously, cyanide is the chemical that is used to kill the juice in Auschwitz. I was going to say kill rats, but okay, kill the juice in Auschwitz Okay, then. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, and also, red poison is a pest killing thing. Yeah, 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 it is a pest killer. Uh-huh. Yes. So, it is a very, very uh, lethal poison and it will cut off oxygen supplies to your cells, it, which will cause immediate damage to your heart and brain. So, the, the cyanide poisoning right, is actually very fast. Huh? Okay. Like immediately you'll die. Okay. Yeah. My so friend it- never die. Eh? <laughs> Okay, so the point is that if you accidentally eat the apple seeds, right, uh-huh. will you die? Like, clearly not, But right? I didn't die. Yeah. I yeah, ate yeah. it when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because why? Why? Because the apple seed has a thick protective layer, uh-huh. so the amygdalin is actually inside the seed. Uh-huh. So if you just eat the entire seed, right, uh-huh. without chewing or cutting it, uh-huh. the amygdalin will be contained inside the seed. So it will just pass through your system oh. without reacting with the amygdalin. Chey. Okay, so the moral of the story is do not chew the apple seeds. Okay, so let's say if you accidentally chew it or cut the apple seed, will ah. you die immediately? Yeah, yeah. What if we accidentally cut it? Also no, also no. Huh? It's not enough to kill you, that little amount. Then how much is needed? Okay, yeah. So how many apples do you have to eat to be poisoned? 200. In one sitting, you want 200. 200 is too much. I don't think I've huh? 200 apples. You mean <sighs> so little? Uh, 20. 20 is within the range. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so little, you. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> so it's 18 to 40 apples. <gasps> Quite a big range, but yeah, it's within the range. Okay, so assuming that all the seeds inside the apple is like well chewed, lah, and then the amygdalin is sufficiently exposed in your body to meet the digestive enzymes Uh so don't try this at home because Uh cyanide is really very dangerous Uh it is like a a very fast killer Uh of people oh my god yes okay so apples are not the only fruits with this thing inside their seeds Do you just teach our listeners how to kill like a spouse or a mother-in-law or something (laughs) just bake an apple pie Huh, inside, then you chop, 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 chop on. all the seeds inside the apple no, pie. No, don't do this, uh. do not try this at home. <laughs> do not say you listen to this podcast and learn it. Yes, disclaimer, we did not teach you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrified now, what nonsense. Methods to kill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 20 apple can bake one pie eh. but then the mother-in-law must eat finish the entire pie by herself. Can you imagine that about one person, like, like some cereal some killer, then he's called the apple cereal killer? Because he used the apple seed. Oh my god, apple seed real killer. <laughs> <laughs> no! Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. okay, anyway, apples are not the only fruits with the cyanogenic glycosides. Uh, peaches, apricots, uh, cherry pits... Almonds and even lima beans. Actually oh my goodness! You know all these mm. can go inside the pie. Can be a, just, <laughs> a very like big fruit pie. <laughs> yes, a murderous fruit pie. Oh dear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, all these like the seeds, right? Uh-huh. The trace amounts of it is really fine. Okay. But if you like, go and like grind it up then that's where the amygdalin can uh, react with your digestive enzyme. Oh my goodness, I'm so horrified now, okay? Yeah, keep teaching more and more methods. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, a small number of children have actually gotten sick from eating too many of these seeds. I don't know why they must go and chew on the seeds. very bitter. Yeah, but it's extremely rare to have problems with this fruit-eating cyanide poisoning. Okay. So actually, yes, it is found in... Apples If you cook them, will it die Or must eat it raw I think After it's processed I think it's fine Oh so Like normal got, Fruit processing Like if you juice it uh, yeah, Then it's It'll be gone. gone Yeah Oh yeah. So the pie thing Won't work Because it's exposed To high heat yes, And sugars so. And a lot of things Yeah Okay Yeah Okay You'll be a very bad Serial killer <laughs> Seed real killer If you listen to me <laughs> No signs involved Bad signs involved. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, it's like suddenly everything makes sense. Like, why parents don't really like you to eat the seeds? I thought you were going to tell me it suddenly makes sense why Snow White eat the apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The poison (laughs) apple too. The poison apple thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So there is like some kind of reasoning behind this apple seed thing. Yeah, there's some truth to it. Yeah. So Eliza, what is your first search term of the week? My search term is... This place is a message. What? <laughs> like, I literally search that. This place is a message. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Sounds Where this like, is from? Some kind of, like, scavenger hunt or something. Like a clue. Uh-huh. Like a riddle. Uh-huh. Then, like, this place is a message. <laughs> what? <laughs> Displacement. What nonsense. I don't know, I don't know. Okay, okay. please tell me. Sounds intriguing. Let me read you a bit more of it. Then maybe you can guess the context of it. Okay. This place is a message and part of a system of messages. Pay attention to it. Sending this message was important to us. We considered ourselves to be a powerful culture. This place is not a place of honour. No highly esteemed deed is commemorated here. Nothing valued is here. What is here was dangerous and repulsive to us. This message is a warning about danger. Do you know what it is already? I'm only halfway through the message. A Stop sign. uh. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it, right? Yeah, then. Okay. Mm -hmm. Stop to go where? What is the place? Uh, Area 51. Mm, Close, close. Okay, let me read you the other half. Then you try to guess what is it, okay? Okay, okay. The danger is in a particular location. It increases towards a center. The center of danger is here, of a particular size and shape, and below us. The danger is still present, in your time, as it was in ours. The danger is to the body, and it can kill. Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Mm, close enough? The Japanese one is called what? Fukushima. Close enough? <laughs> <laughs> The form of the danger is an emanation of energy. The danger is unleashed only if you substantially disturb this place physically. This place is best shunned and left uninhabited. Dun, dun, dun. Shun the non-believer, shun. Why you got add the extra, <laughs> extra messages at the back? Huh? Now it suddenly sounds very spiritual. Hmm. Like, like some kind of Aztec, you know, mm-hmm. land. Then mm-hmm. like, then they stick the sign outside. Uh-huh. Like, don't come in. Don't come into our lands, okay? Yellowstone National Park. Because <laughs> in the middle is volcano. So if you come in and disturb us, then the volcano explodes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's left by the yeah, Native like Americans. <laughs> okay, it, it actually got the gist of it. Okay, 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 okay. So this place is a message. It's also known as... This place is not a place of honour. And it is a long-time nuclear waste warning message. Oh. Yeah. So it's really nuclear waste. Yes, correct. Okay, okay. Mm. It was written in 1992 as part of a report for an interdisciplinary study on how to protect people from the hazardous effects of nuclear waste for thousands of years, even when cultures and languages have changed. Mm. So the fact that you thought that it could have been written by a previous civilization. Mm. For today's civilization, shows mm. that it's written pretty well. Oh, Yeah interesting. It's interesting. Like a do not come here kind of thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, because this message is intended for our future generations. Okay, okay. Mm-mm-mm. But I mean, like, you know, if you are a future generation explorer and then, like, you come across this kind of sign, it's like, I feel like you are more encouraged to go inside and explore. Correct, Law. <laughs> That's why lo. That's why they say that it should not just be communicated in language, Yes, it should be communicated in pictographs. Mm-hmm, so they got to mm-hmm. draw some kind of like diagram to show that dot dot dot, bsh, explode. Emojis. Yeah, mm. something like, you know, things like <laughs> yeah. diagrams like that, that, that. Emojis, can you imagine a row of emojis as a sign? The head exploding emoji, right? <laughs> Okay. But yeah, yeah, they try to say that you know don't just write it like you should show it also. Yes, yes. And then in the report, they also propose designs for physical markers at these nuclear waste sites, mm-hmm. and then that these structures should open with a comma convey the concepts of dangerous emanations, shapes that evoke bodily harm, and the concept of land that appears destroyed or poisoned. Shan shandland. Yep. <laughs> okay So okay What are the proposals right They, they propose like A landscape of thorns So many irregular Size spikes protruding from the ground In all directions Ah uh, yes That yes. kind of like Very scary thing you know Yes yes Then it's like people go near Then they're like Oh better not go Like abandoned lands Yeah 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 Like you know in those fantasy stories They always got the Abandoned lands Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah The ruins of Right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 Then they try to like uh, Propose like Menacing earthworks Which is mm-hmm. large amounts Of earth-shaped Like lightning bolts Oh, okay So it's like What is that? What's that weird Unnatural thing? Yes uh, <laughs> Black hole So they put uh, Enormous slab Of black-dyed concrete Ah, okay In the centre Like to Scare you Yeah, and then It is uninhabitable <laughs> And unfarmable Because concrete ma. Ah, okay Yeah okay. So it's like Why like that one? No, we don't want to go there Okay. Yeah. Then there's other uh, ideas that they give also It's like rubble landscape Which is like a square-shaped pile of dynamited rocks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which over time would appear like, you know, it's man-made mm-hmm. But it's also destroyed mm-hmm. So it's like, don't go there, something destroyed it Something happened here Yeah, something happened here mm. uh, The most scary one I thought is called forbidding blocks It's actually a network of hundreds of house-sized stone blocks Mm -hmm. dyed black Mm -hmm. and arranged in an irregular square grid suggesting a network of streets which feels ominous and lead nowhere it's like a maze of house-sized concrete blocks like fake street yes <laughs> fake destroyed street yes okay and the blocks are intended to make a large area entirely unsuitable for farming or future use mm, interesting it's like, so scary it's like those uh, sci-fi dystopia kind of
1: yeah. landscape
0: trying to make a place look foreboding yeah mm. okay so why are they proposing this is because mm. there is a space mm-hmm. underground very very deep underground yes that is used to store nuclear waste Oh okay. And mm. there used to be one, but now there's two. Okay. And they're called Deep Geological Disposal Repository. Oh okay. That's their full name. Mm. Okay. So anyway is this two underground dumpster sites for nuclear waste. Do you want to guess where they are in the world? Chernobyl. <laughs> okay, I guess one of it is in US. Uh-huh. And then one of it is it's, uh, it cannot be Chernobyl because Chernobyl is above ground and it's already destroyed. Yes, yes. Yeah, they can't even go there, mm. much less dig a super deep thing to yes. put all this thing inside. Okay. Mm. One is in US, one is in China. Very yeah. good guesses. I also guess uh, US and China. Mm. But it turns out that, yes, one is in a desert in New Mexico, which mm-hmm. is US. Mm-hmm. It's called WIPP, Waste Isolation Pilot Project. Mm-hmm. And the new one is actually being built in Finland. Oh, Finland? Yeah, still trying to build it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the one in New Mexico is more than 600 meters underground and is a huge complex of tunnels and caverns. Mm. And when the facility is full, sometime in the next 10 to 20 years, they will go and collapse all these tunnels with concrete and soil. But this waste, right, mm-hmm. will remain lethal for much longer than how ever long humanity has been on Earth. What? That's very long. Yeah, like more than 300,000 years. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's why it's very, very important to find a way to tell the future generations that this place is very dangerous do not go Come inside here. and open it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So currently, right, what they did is they go and store the detailed information about WIPP mm-hmm. around the world on special paper Mm-hmm. Stamped with the instructions that it must be kept for 10,000 years mm. But this 10,000 is arbitrary only mm. Because the damage will Last much longer than that Yeah, mm. yeah. Interesting yeah. But keep for at least 10,000 years mm. yeah. And you know there is a whole field dedicated to this yes. like How to pass this message down Okay. It's called Nuclear Semiotics mm. Yeah And it consists of a lot, a lot of different car people Nuclear mm. physicists, engineers, anthropologists, sci-fi writers, artists, all kinds of people is inside this <laughs> wow. and trying to find ways to pass this Passed on. Pass down this message. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. okay. Let me tell you some of the weirdest ways people have suggested passing this message down. Okay. Number one is atomic priesthood. Okay. <laughs> In 1981, a linguist proposed the creation of an atomic priesthood. Oh. Yeah. It's a panel of experts comparable to the Catholic Church. Oh my god, make a religion because yes. religions last. Yes. <laughs> That's very funny. Because the Catholic Church has managed to preserve and authorize its message for almost 2,000 years. Yes. So he thinks that hey, this is quite a good way to pass down messages okay. and preserve the knowledge of this thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and we could preserve it through rituals and myths. Okay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. What a good idea. Mm. It was not um not well received. It, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> the second idea is ray cats. Ray cats? Yes. Yeah, guess what is ray cats? Ray cats. Yeah, ray cats. What they do with the cats? Put uh something inside. No. That that wouldn't last. Must hmm. Last ten thousands of years. At least ten thousand. Cats. How? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was a short form for some kind of, I don't know, time capsule. Okay. But it was not. Oh. It was legit cats. It was cats. Yeah, yeah. Like, their idea, this is by a French author and Italian semiotician. Okay, they have this idea that perhaps we could genetically engineer domestic cats to change colour in the presence of dangerous levels of radiation. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How? <laughs> yeah. Then, um, the significance of these ray cats, uh, which is short for radiation cats, oh. would be reinforced through fairy tales and myths. So, the story <laughs> is like, if your cats change colour... That means it's dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous and y'all should move away. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, the yeah. cat is like a beacon. Yes. Like a guardian. Yes, because they think that story is very, very good to pass down. So, maybe you can pass down the fairy tale oh. of... like cat's okay, changing okay, colour okay, okay. If your cat change colour Then you should Turn around Yeah That didn't rhyme <laughs> What a poor sorry <laughs> rhyme You're trying to make But you know In that area In that town If everybody's cats Are like purple Or green Then something is wrong Then yes, yes. perhaps We should leave Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obviously This idea also Did not did take not, off No Yeah So interestingly in the late 2010s, yes. this long message, mm-hmm. the one that I just read to you at the beginning of the search yes became a copy pasta. Oh, yeah. Copy pasta. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people have been spreading it online ever since. Mm-hmm. And that's where I stumbled upon this also. Oh, <laughs> but I okay, found kinky. it already okay okay like people just pasted this like mm. every time there's a, a funny thing about a place that looks very bit scary or eerie mm. then people will just paste this Oh, this place is a message oh okay yeah, okay yeah, yeah, okay yeah. so interesting yeah and also like nowadays people also started to make fun of this thing because <laughs> it's like written in such a serious but also funny kind of way right yeah it's a bit funny right yeah a bit spiritual yeah, yeah, For some reason. <laughs> so what people have done is they started printing it on those wall hangings. You know those wooden things that people hang in their houses? Yes. With the cursive words, the like, live simply, love generously. <laughs> you know that kind of nonsense, right? They okay, people hang in their yes, house. Yes. Yeah, they started to print this message on the this wall hangings. This place is a message. Yeah. This is not a place of honour. No highly esteemed deed is commemorated here. You know, like this. Oh, she's showing me a picture of it. Yeah, I'm gonna put it on our social media. Wow, that's quite funny. <laughs> it's quite funny where right? yeah. it's in your house. Yeah. yeah, so you know, I think the semiotics people, all the semioticians, yes. have been like cracking their heads trying to think how to preserve this passage and, and how they to manage to make it a meme. Yeah, but in the end, it's <laughs> the general public that found a way to do it. Yeah, just make it a meme. Just make it a meme. <laughs> and just make it funny and just crack jokes about it and keep talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and then it's just passed down. Lor. Yeah, the scientists keep trying to think of like legit ways. Yeah. But like, you know, just things happen because we are humans. That's yes. all. Yes, the end. All right, that was very interesting. <laughs> doop, 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 doop. doop. Okay, it is time for a special segment. Three things to google from a friend. Okay, our contributor this week is Marcus Lee Jinwei. Oh, Marcus. Yeah. And okay. He gave us three very interesting search terms. Yep. The first one is why is the sea blue. Okay, before I press the google, um the answer is something like the water and the sky uh Minus away some frequency, so you can only see the blue. Then, because reflection, that's why blue. Something yeah. like that. The, the answer is, <laughs> refraction light, bounce here, bounce there. Yeah. Go inside our eyes, blue.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> that's how I know it too. <laughs> okay, Google has a more eloquent answer. The ocean acts like a sunlight filter. The ocean is blue because water absorbs colours in the red part of the light spectrum. Okay, so why is it sometimes green? The ocean may also take on green, red or other hues as light bounces off of floating sediments and particles in the water. Oh. So if your water is like red, red or green, green, it's because there are floating sediments and particles in the water. Your water not clear enough. Oh. (laughs) Most of the ocean, however, is completely dark. Hardly any light penetrates deeper than 656 feet. And no light penetrates deeper than 3280 feet. Mm. Why is by six 656 feet? 200 meters. Oh. That means beyond 200 meters deep, most of the light cannot penetrate that far. Because mm. red, orange and yellow are long wavelength light. And they are absorbed more strongly by water whereas blue is a short wavelength light. Mm -hmm. So when the white light from the sun enters the ocean, it's mostly the blue that gets returned, says the Scientific American article. Okay, awesome. That is the same reason the sky is blue. Actually, I kind of thought that the sky is blue because it reflects the ocean, but apparently it's not. No, excuse me. Then when you go to the mountain, then there's no ocean at the mountain. Then the sky is what? Purple. Uh? Green. Green uh. <laughs> Yellow. Uh. Can No, be, okay, okay. I thought it's the general colour of Earth, right? <gasps> in my, in my no. kid brain, in my kid brain. Okay, okay, okay. okay, this is like a revision of our science class. Okay, his next search term is... Why do we derive pleasure from pain? Oh my. Marcus, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, for our listeners who don't know Marcus, Marcus is a singer songwriter. Yes. Is this how you write your songs, Marcus? Wow. You derive pleasure, pleasure from, from pain. pain. So <laughs> then she's in pain, then he write the song, then he got pleasure. I don't know. <laughs> I googled, uh, why do we derive pleasure from pain? Then the first answer that comes out is. Pain builds pleasure. <laughs> wow. It's the relief from the pain that is pleasurable. Mm. Interesting, ah? Eh? The answer is actually really interesting and quite simple. And it's linked to a lot of other things in life. What? Okay, you read. What, so what this is found? from a BBC article that I'm reading from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so what is pain to a lot of people? Like, for example... Uh, Eating very spicy food can Mm -hmm. be very painful. Mm -hmm. Uh, Extreme workouts, Mm -hmm. right? And then like, I guess, like tattoos also can Mm -hmm. be quite painful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like, why do people like this pain? It's because of the relief, as we said just now. Mm -hmm. And also, the link in our brain between pain and pleasure is is very uh, apparent. Because every time there's pain your brain actually releases endorphins. Yes. So, for example, when uh, you eat something very spicy, mm-hmm. then your brain is like, oh my god, pain. Then <laughs> it triggers the central nervous system to release endorphins mm-hmm. and then they act to block the pain in the same way as, for example, morphine will help you uh, ease the pain mm. like in a hospital. Mm. Yeah. So, like, for example, when you run, there's this intense exertion which will release lactic acid which causes pain. Mm. And then this is communicated all the way to your brain. Mm-hmm. And then your brain is like, oh My God, this is burning my mm. legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you maybe you want to slow down or stop. But then your nervous systems control center, the hippocampus, kicks in, mm-hmm. and then it will give you endorphins. Mm-hmm. That's why there's the runner's high. Mm. Mm. And then interestingly, I'm looking at the article that you're looking at. Mm -hmm. The endorphins, besides blocking pain, it stimulates the brain's limbic and prefrontal regions. Mm. Yeah. And then it is the same areas that is activated by making out and music. Mm. They call it passionate love affairs. I see. (laughs) But yeah, it's it's actually a, a good feeling. Yeah mm. Then after that Yeah after that There is another chemical That's released in your brain mm. Which is called Anandamide And it is known as The bliss chemical mm. Yeah It's yes, the warm fuzzy pleasure Yes I think that's like Also after Yes Like intense exercise You get that Yes Like you know after you swim That warmness That uh, emanates from your body Uh-huh Yeah I think it's quite similar to that Then this thing law. Yeah <laughs> And then the, another thing is adrenaline.
1: Mm. It
0: adds excitement by raising your heart rate. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it is a lot. Leh. Like a lot of things happening in your brain. Leh. Yes. Oh. Okay. And if you seek out pain while maintaining the awareness that it won't cause serious damage, mm-hmm. there's actually a name for it. It's called benign mesochism. Oh. So it's like if you eat, eat hot pot. Mm. You're indulging in this. Mala, mala. Yeah. Wow. That's why so many Singaporeans like to eat spicy, spicy food. food. Yeah. It's not because the weather is hot. Not it's only because the weather cause is hot. It feels good. It's because we're always stressed. Yeah, in, your, <laughs> in the pain and then after that, it feels good. Yes, that's uh. right. Alright. We figured out the answer. It's a biological response. Yes. Alright, what's the next one? Why do most dice have six faces? Mm, Why? Why? Because it's easier to make Six face means cube So if you want to make rectangle Why it cannot be long leh? Like normally blocks I mean why is it square then? Rectangle also got six faces Oh 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 Because if it's rectangle then it will always fall on the long side Yeah yeah correct Then it's not fair Then it's not fair Ah Yeah Yeah, I think that's the answer Okay (laughs) <laughs> so it has to be a square So it's even Yeah, I mean Yes, the, it has to be a square I thought that was a given <laughs> <laughs> Right at the top The cube is the easiest shape To manufacture Wow Yay Thank you, me. Apparently it's also the Simplest Fair Dye To make mm. Mm. Interesting Mathematically speaking A die can have as many sides as a person desires. In fact, a die with an infinite number of sides will become a perfect sphere. Sphere. So if you think about it, Mm -hmm. golf balls are technically dices. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) There's also the D twenty die, which is used in Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. 20 sides mm-hmm. Which I always think Is quite interesting How do they have A 20 sided die mm. And how that is, how is it fair You know It is Because uh. it's The same size and shape uh, For each face Yeah la, but like You know Like maybe Like I feel like You know The, the fairest die Is the 6 sided die Oh okay Yeah Have you heard <laughs> of The 2 sided die The coin yeah (laughs) correct it's called the coin the four-sided die the four-sided die is what I described earlier when I was trying to imagine a long die oh really have you yeah I thought a four-sided die is the pyramid no like because it was very hard to manufacture pyramid dies oh so last time in Indian games they used to make long rectangles Uh uh-huh yeah oh (laughs) Interesting. Then they don't mark the short sides. So funny, yeah? Okay. Okay, what a quick answer to a quick question. Yes. <laughs> like a die roll. Okay. Do, 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 do. Okay, so Jing'an. Yes. What is your next search term? My search term is. Why are there so many birds along Orchard Road? <laughs> Have you thought about it? Why? Because uh, of the trees. La. Okay, okay. It, it has many trees. Singapore got so many trees. Why they must go all to that same spot with those trees? Uh, mm. Because it is... It has a lot of humans there. Then humans... When humans are there, humans will drop a lot of processed food. Then the birds like to eat processed food. Because it's tastier than raw food. <laughs> <laughs> like raw nuts and... Worms Hmm I see Yeah Okay My answer is Because humans Okay Can okay. Interestingly That's only part of the answer Huh Yeah Okay Okay hmm. So so I actually watched A documentary For this And there's like A legit answer And they actually went to go and like uh, Research it And like try to understand Why this happens Okay Yeah It's quite interesting And it's quite complex actually The whole answer Is it a type of tree Mm, no, not really. Yeah. <gasps> okay. Okay, the simple answer is that because Orchard Road is flanked by four green patches, Singapore Botanic Gardens, Dempsey Hill, the Southern Rages, and Mount Faber. Okay. So around it, there are like forest areas where the birds usually hang out Okay. already. Okay. Okay. So the birds flock and fly constantly between these patches. Okay. So Orchard Road is just like a stop point. Okay. Yeah, and then the trees and greenery and then like the humans eating food is a very good reason mm-hmm. for them to stop there mm-hmm. and roost mm-hmm. and to eat lah. Mm. Yeah. But the eating actually, interestingly, is not a lot. Okay. Yeah. Because Orchard Road, if you really observe, there's no hawker centre. Uh-huh. There's mostly, it's just like people like in the fresco dining area type mm-hmm. thing. And then like maybe people like they buy snacks or what Then they sit at us I know, I know, I know The, yes. the Orchard Road is not a, a fuel pit stop It's not a place where they refuse to eat mm. It is their toilet It is their public toilet <laughs> The whole floor <laughs> all Under all the trees is full of bird poop So indeed, it indeed. is not the, the pit Sorry. stop where they gather food And mm-hmm. eat food It's mm-hmm. the pit stop where they relieve themselves Oh my god is that answer? No. Huh? I mean, uh, it's not really like I think it's more of like their roosting there la. they Their roosting spot is Orchard Road. Okay. Yeah. It's very bad that like The bird poop is all over the pavement, was Yes, that's right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they just all communicate to each other and just like, okay, let's meet at Orchard Road. Oh, okay. And if you notice, right, it is only between the period of 6.30 to 8.30pm. Yes. Yeah. The, after that, they will leave. It's just a ruse thing. (laughs) It's just they just want to sit there during that time. Oh. They just want to meet there and just chit-chat there and poop and then after that, okay, (laughs) let's go. Okay, yeah, correct. What the... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, another reason is because of the trees. Because... Uh, Orchard Road is home to big angsana and yellow flame trees. And according to the arborist Uh in the video that I watched, uh, they are quite strong and well-maintained. And they're very big trees, right? Yes, yes. So the birds really like it. Okay, There are four types of birds that typically appear at at Orchard Road. Miner. Crow. Yep, the javan miner. House crow. Uh, Pigeon. Yes, the rock pigeon. And the Asian glossy starling. Sparrow, not so much. Yeah. Oh the glossy starling. starling. Yeah, yeah, starling, yeah. starling. So these four birds are the the main birds in Orchard Road. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so it's quite interesting because these four birds, right, they have actually cleverly partitioned the trees on Orchard Road into three tiers. Mm-hmm. So the top tier, the top canopy, is where the crows, the intelligent ones, they stay. Mm-hmm. And then the middle is the miners and the starlings. Mm-hmm. And then the pigeons hang out on the ground level. Oh man, they are the lowest life form. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and sad. they are like bobbing their heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually an efficient system that the birds make out, and it's probably one of the reasons why all these species can be so abundant in Orchard Road. Oh. Because they have found a way to coexist in the very nice tree that they like. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, I guess. Is really because it is in between the very large and lush, uh, greenery areas. Oh, yeah. And the one is so noisy, lah, cause they're squabbling, lah, on yeah. where I'm going to park my butt. Correct. Yeah. Oh my god. Cause goodness. they have to find a place to sit, yeah. 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 Roosting behavior. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Just their pit stop. Yes. Okay. So it's very important to note that Singapore, right? Although it's very. Heavily urbanized. Mm-hmm. It is located in one of the most biologically diverse regions of the world. Mm-hmm. For the birds migrating, right, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. actually on the East Asian Australasian Flyway. Mm. And our island is their refueling stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, That's why we always see the migratory birds. Yeah, and then the voucher recently, uh-huh, that uh-huh. was a. Uh, successfully released Mm-mm. that didn't want to go away because there's a lot of food here. Yes, yes. <laughs> and all the herons and all that, right? They will yes, just stop by here. exactly. It's mm. because uh, the birds, the migratory birds stay here. La. They they have a pit stop and then they fly away. And it's safe, ma. Mm. Like, not many predators around. Mm. And we are the predator, but we never eat them. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> It's quite clean. Got a lot yes. of waterways and all that. Yes. Um. I mean, it's the same for like the crows and the the miners and stuff. It's like, it's not that they fly along. I guess if they fly around Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause they flock, la. Yeah. That's the bird behavior, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, for Orchard Road, the birds roosting there actually causes a lot of problems. For example, every night, three thousand liters of high-pressure water is used to clean the streets to rid it of bird droppings. Three thousand liters. Yes, that's a lot of water. Eh? Every night, you know, there's a, like an army of cleanup crew to, to clear clean the poop. Up. No wonder in the morning the poop is disa- is gone. Yes, it disappeared. It's new poop every day. I always thought the rain washed it away. <laughs> no. Oh my goodness, No, it's 3,000 litres of water. <laughs> yes, that's right. Oh my goodness, okay. And for the annual Christmas light up, designers actually have to build their decorations with bird poop in mind. Oh my goodness, it's so funny, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they have to use like self-cleaning materials to coat the decorations so that when the rain comes, the poop gets washed away too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like hydrophilic, la. like mm-hmm. it will mm-hmm. repel the poop and water away. Yes, correct. I mean, you still see the pool on it, but then when the rain comes, then it will kind of like go away. Okay. Yes. Okay, so anyway, for the people who manage uh, Orchard Road, they see this as quite a big problem. They have tried many solutions. Like, for example, they uh, consult the bird experts. Uh Then the bird experts come here and just like, "Uh, yeah, I think you have a big minor problem. Big minor Minor problem? (laughs) 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 Then then Mm -hmm. they are like, Okay, so what can we do about it? Then, then they are like, um, it doesn't really seem like the birds are here for the food. So even if you install the netting for the restaurants, yeah, yeah. the birds also like this place because the trees are nice. Oh, <laughs> then, they go and bring a hawk, a hawk from uh drawn Bird Park. Okay, so the hawk went to Orchard Road. But then there are so many birds, uh-huh. and it's so deafening, right? You remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. When they we... were chop, 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 Squat, squat, Yes, correct. Then, but the hawk is like, nope, it's too many other birds. <laughs> they bring the the hawk to do what? To scare the other? To birds try away. to make it fly and then like scare the birds, la. Then the bird, the hawk, the one. The hawk oh, it's is like, just one like... nonsense. I like come off from my peaceful sanctuary to this chaotic yeah. place. The hawk just like look at the tree. Where's my peanut? Where's my food? it's like uh, this job is not for me this is not part of my job scope okay no thanks okay another method is to play predator calls okay okay so like maybe other bird like bigger (coughs) bird yeah 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 but no because they are too loud (laughs) they cannot hear oh my goodness is that funny (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, then another solution. Okay, maybe you want to install netting on the trees. Because if you install netting on the trees, then the birds cannot get to the trees. Ah, huh, right? then wrap every tree, yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's ugly. And okay. the then the, arbor, the arborist guy say that no no no. Cannot it's not good for the trees. Yeah, how to wrap <laughs> every tree? Why <What> is that? <laughs> then he then say maybe you you should try to change the mindset of the people coming here instead. Then say like, you know, the Chinese people always say if you get pooped on, then and maybe you, you can strike lottery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can win 4D or So something? then the management guy from the Orchard Road side, then he just looked at him like incredulously. Do you just say that to me? How am I supposed to market this? Yeah. <laughs> getting getting yourself pooped on in Orchard Road. If you get put on and then you show the more management that yeah. you got pooped, yes. then you can get a voucher. Oh, like that, Then you can shop. Then a lot of people will stand underneath the and trees. And wait for the poop, to right? Get poop so that they can get a voucher. Yeah. Yeah. But the voucher <laughs> got minimum spending. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay. Wow, am I a good bad? marketer? Oh, yeah, not bad, not bad. Sign, sign me, yeah, sign me. <laughs> <laughs> orchard management. <laughs> yes. Okay, anyway. So the conclusion is there is no solution. Just accept that the birds just like orchard root a lot. And it's okay for us to live with them because they are a part of our environment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we see uh Singaporeans always running, like, on the w- the when door. they are waiting at the traffic light, right? Then when yes. the thing turns green, everyone just, like, quickly run because everyone's just <laughs> scared they'll get pooped on. Then Especially they quickly when they're really go to loud, the shelter. Right, Yeah. yeah. It's very yeah. scary. Yeah, but I've seen uh, tourists before COVID time, yeah. tourists, like, using their camera phones to try to capture the insanity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's quite a yep. interesting sight. Yes, very funny. (laughs) Okay, Okay, you solved the mystery. Yes, indeed. Alright, Liza, what is your second search term of the week? My search term is... Do women give birth on their backs because of a perverted king? What? (laughs) You know how? You know how to give birth? I mean, I wanted to know whether they give birth on their backs because of the perverted king. Who wait, what perverted king? I saw a TikTok video about okay, it. Okay, yeah. okay. So in the TikTok video, right, the person was saying that King Louis Sixteenth, mm-hmm. which is the 17th century ruler of France, mm-hmm. had a fetish for watching women give birth. What? Yeah. Isn't it very gross or something? I don't even know whether this thing is real or not. Okay, okay. That's why I had to Google this whole thing. Okay, okay. Yeah. But <laughs> then the standard practice for giving birth at the time is kneeling, squatting or sitting upright. And these positions obstructed his view. Oh. So he go and decree that all women should give birth lying down So oh my that god. he has a nice view of it Oh my god, okay Yeah, so I had to google it law. Because it sounds so freaking incredulous <laughs> and ridiculous at the same time <laughs> It's like what nonsense Indeed So what do you think? Do you think it is real? Mm, it, could be, it could be, it could be Sounds plausible right? Actually, right, is it easier to squat? Yes, it is. Because there is more pressure, ma. There's gravity to help you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like pooping, ma. Yeah. Like, can you imagine lying down and pooping? Very yeah. Very difficult, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> I was also thinking about this. I was like, yellow, yeah, it's like pooping and peeing, ma. Can you imagine everybody have to lie down and pee or lie down and poop? Yeah. That's very difficult, right? It doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. How? Then the baby heavier and bigger, eh? Isn't it better to use gravity? Oh my god, did we just discover something? Okay, maybe not. Yeah. Actually, it went down <laughs> a whole rabbit hole for this. There is a lot of sensational articles okay, and okay. Uh, videos about this thing. Okay, okay. But apparently, this claim is based on a 1987 review published in the American Journal of Public Health. Mm-hmm. Then it went viral before back in 2018. Okay. Yeah, when the British tabloid The Sun Publish an article about it. Then, after that, right, every few months, right, somebody will stumble upon this The Sun article mm-hmm. and the story will go viral again and again and again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Finally, I saw it on Snopes. Snopes? Yeah, and Snopes went to try to like see whether this thing is real or not. Oh. Snopes, the website, la, Okay. Okay. And they found that yes, King Louis did have an interest in watching his wife give birth in the lying down position. Mm-hmm. But it was a French physician mm-hmm. who was considered to have greatly influenced the change in this birthing position. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But then it is all the media publications that covered the story that go and embellish the role that this king played in this change of protocol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So long time ago, it was true that many cultures are known to require women to give birth sitting, kneeling or squatting in mm. an upright position. Mm. Like, there's even like Egyptian hieroglyphics to show mm. that people give birth kneeling down or yeah. standing or yeah. squatting. Mm. I yeah. would think so. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of villagers and tribes in the remote areas, mm-hmm. they still do it that way. Yes. So it's just a very normal, because everybody just realised that that's the easiest way to give birth. uh uh uh-huh. uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. So there's a lot of argument about why we shift from the upright position to the horizontal position. Yes. Okay, so some people say that it is because it's easier to use forceps and anesthesia Mm -hmm. when you're lying down. Oh. So when you're having anesthesia, it is more comfortable to lie down. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then when there is uh, forceps involved, then when the body is lying down, right, then the physicians can be at eye level to see what's happening in these four steps. If not, they have to like, how like, work on car, like they are lying on the floor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cannot be uh, right? mm-hmm, Cannot mm-hmm. be a doctor la, On the floor And walk on you As if it's a car Right Yeah like very difficult Right Yeah Okay makes Yeah. Sense. So there's one train Of thought la. Okay But then there's also The feminist stance Of this whole thing <laughs> Okay And it's like Some people la, say that It is because of Patriarchy In the OB ward. Okay Yeah Because male doctors Don't know the female body Oh Well then So they then they're just like Okay whatever makes it easier For us Yes Okay Yes mm-hmm. So it's also quite a common trope. La, argument. An okay. argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, whatever it is, yes. it's agreed that the French are the ones who made this position popular. Okay. Can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> they wrote a book about it, then the recommendations in the book got, like, pushed to other parts of the world. Mm. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, in the current technology, maybe it's easier to switch back to the old style. Oh. Because then, like, if the doctors cannot see or, like, you know, cannot Help. Then maybe they can use camera or like something oh, else. Anything else, la, Like with the current tech. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So today, right? <laughs> there is renewed interest in mm. the previous birthing positions. Mm, okay. Because feminism is on the rise. Okay. And also, cause uh, there are more and more female doctors now. Yeah. Who have actually given birth mm-hmm. in the horizontal position, mm. and then they are just like, it's quite hard. <laughs> Because they are the ones that go through it. Right? <laughs> right? Yes. So they know. Yeah. It's quite hard, yes. Yeah, but I mean, if you want to have a surgery, mm. like a C-section section. Yeah, then, then of comes- course it makes sense to lie down, la, yeah, right? yes, yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. So uh, there is quite a few recommendations mm-hmm. to let the woman mm. choose which way to give birth. Okay. Like WHO actually issue an update that says, open inverted commerce. it mm-hmm. is important that any particular position is not forced on the woman and that she is encouraged and supported to adopt any position that she finds most comfortable. Mm-hmm. The healthcare professional should ensure that the well-being of the baby is adequately monitored in the woman's chosen position. Mm. So they are trying to take back this, like everybody must lie down prescription prescription. Yes, yeah. you can choose. Yeah, you can okay. choose. Yeah, okay. so it is slowly getting one more, more into the system where people can choose. Okay, that's yeah. great. Quite interesting, uh. mm, I never thought about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes much more sense if it's not lying down. Yeah. All right, we've reached almost end of our podcast, and now it is time for one thing to recommend. My recommendation for this week is. The Man vs. Birds full documentary of the Orchard Birds situation. <laughs> 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 okay. It's actually on YouTube, uh, on the Vitsi YouTube channel. And then you can, I think it's the fourth episode of the first season. Mm. Yeah, it's actually in conjunction with Discovery Channel Southeast Asia. Oh, nice. I thought it was produced by CNA. Uh, Yeah, it is very similar to the CNA feel, oh. but it's not. Ooh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, It's interesting. quite interesting. interesting, yeah. And okay. it has, it's very funny and interesting. And because you can follow each person's story, the main story is like the manager of uh, Orchard Road. <laughs> <laughs> then like okay how is he going to solve this problem ah. then he go and like find all these people all oh, different experts like yeah try the to different get experts. Their ideas okay. yeah and what they do okay and okay. then like uh how they can contribute to this problem uh, like how to solve it uh, uh, okay yeah then he asked like for example he asked the, the Changyi airport people like how do you guys keep out the birds then they will say their strategies then like it doesn't work on orchard road uh, basically okay okay (laughs) yeah so anyway you can see the way they talk and then like some of the parts is really very funny because like the manager guy right will be very annoyed and frustrated at the start because he'll be like you know i don't understand why the birds purposely come to Orchard road to roost why can't they go to other places See, they are so loud, you know, you can't even hear me. just say it like that, you know, to the camera. It's very (laughs) funny. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So I recommend this very interesting local documentary. Okay. Yep. Okay. My recommendation for this week is also something to watch. Okay. It is Cobra Kai. The Netflix series. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think I'm addicted to it already. I cannot stop watching it. Yeah, and, and and the reason I'm recommending it is because yesterday, I found out that they actually got the same actors from Karate Kid. Yeah, huh? I know that. How can't yeah. you know? I think it's because I watched How I Met Your Mother, so I know who is the person, the actor that plays the bad guy in The Karate Kid. And then after that, I heard news about this Cobra oh Kai coming out and I know it's the same actor. What a long explanation. Yep. (laughs) Okay, yeah. I only found out yesterday that they are the same actors, even though I also had watched Karate Kid before when I was younger. Oh, okay. I had not. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm in season three already, yeah. Then I realized that they are the same people. Oh, prosopagnosia. eh. Yeah. (laughs) prosopagnosia has struck. (laughs) There you are, this prosopagnosia very interesting yeah uh, anyway I'm recommending it because it is pretty wholesome mm. and it's also a very nostalgic show because they will show you flashbacks of the original Karate Kid series oh okay so if you like the original Karate Kid you'll probably like this Mm. TV series very much Mm. Okay we've reached the end Of this week's podcast Thank you Eliza For making this podcast with me And thank you Zian For doing this podcast with me If you have googled Anything interesting lately You can drop us a DM Or comment on any of our Social media accounts And we will search it up On the show You can also follow us On our Twitter, Instagram Or on our Facebook page Where we post images Of some of the things That we talked about today You can also help share Our show with your friends That might enjoy A comedy trivia podcast If you'd like to support us, you can head over to our Patreon page and give us a small contribution to help us keep the show running. And now, we are off to record One More Thing, a Patreon-only podcast called One More Thing. So, see you there! Okay, it is time for our special segment. Three things to Google from a friend. Okay, it is time for our special... Okay, it is time for what happened okay it is time for (laughs) our special